0: I've made so many episodes here on Green Me at this point about the impacts of the fast fashion industry. The way TJ Maxx, for example, will switch out its entire collection of clothes every two weeks. And how this demand pushes clothing factories into overdrive, having harmful effects on workers and the environment. Knowing that the fashion industry is the number one cause of microplastics in the ocean, and the culprit for producing 10% of the world's carbon emissions creates somewhat of a dilemma. It's hard to have problems dumped on you without a solution. It's hard to be told how bad your lifestyle is without being told how you can change it, especially when your life is just like everyone else's. Today, I'm interviewing Tahila Eisenstadt. The director of education and family engagement at the society for the advancement of judaism in new york city to talk about clothing swaps and the connections between interfaith work and religion and environmentalism this is green me my
1: name is tahila eisenstadt and i am the director of yahad which is a synagogue school program and family engagement in Park Slope, Brooklyn at Congregation Bethelopeum, and I do some activist work.
0: How did you start your career as an activism, and how did you realize that that was what was right for you?
1: There were just things that I would learn here and there and incorporate into
0: my life. I remember
1: hearing about Blood Diamonds and seeing, I think there was a famous movie maybe even called Blood Diamond. And so, learning a little bit about the diamond trade and saying, if I ever get married, I definitely don't want a diamond ring. Um, And uh, when I met my partner, he was like, Really? Are you sure? And he's like, Okay, (laughs) she's serious. Um, And so, when we got engaged and we each made each other rings, Um, He said, what do you want? And I said, I want a three carat ring. People are always like, oh, how big's the diamond? I think it's hilarious for me to be like, I have a three carat ring, but there's three carats in the ring. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) It made me so happy. He really did it. He made it. We both had our rings made in Israel.
0: Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, the reason why I was asking about activism and, and your work in like interfaith is because I feel like a lot of interfaith work stems from the idea of breaking assumptions that are made between people of different religions. Like, oh, all Muslims are this, all Jewish people are this, like they can't compromise. And the whole point of interfaith work is to prove that wrong. I think that just connects so much to environmentalism because so many people think that environmentalists are crazy they want you to like change your lifestyle we can't agree with them so you just ignore it completely when in reality you can like find compromise between it and I think that religion is like that one um bridge of compromise and it can help a lot of people who are religious or who do care about religion to realize like the importance of protecting the planet I love
1: that. I realize that that is a lot of what interfaith work often does, and I realize I actually go about it in the opposite direction, which is similar to your um, work in fashion and sustainability, which is, I say, there are certain global issues or local issues that really matter to women, to parents, to teachers, to whatever group of people. And if I can get a group of interfaith people together on that topic where we all agree on that topic, then we don't have to agree on all the other nitty gritties. And actually, by respecting each other because we're working together about something we really, really care about, we will accidentally, not accidentally, learn some other things about each other. And once we've already respected each other, we're in the right place to sometimes disagree, sometimes disagree very strongly. But because we already respected each other to work together, that was important to us, those differences have a space. And I feel like that's what you're doing with your climate work of like, lots of people care about fashion. Mm -hmm. Maybe people who care about fashion care about climate. Maybe they don't, but if somebody could be told, hey, you could be really fashionable, you could be really trend conscious and also without too much effort, care about the planet and care about sustainability, then you can also work towards a little bit more efforts towards sustainability and they're not going to agree with you on all the things that are important to you and you're not going to agree with them on everything but you've already found an important commonality
0: yeah (laughs) I think you were talking about this one company where you can buy secondhand clothes but it was only like mentioned briefly and then I immediately felt like oh this would be so good to talk about in an interview. I just can't put my finger on what the exact name of it was. Oh,
1: I'm here for you because that's where I buy most of my
0: clothes. Okay. So when I'm not shopping in secondhand stores
1: and when I'm not running clothing swaps, especially in a pandemic, um, I go to ThreadUp, which is an amazing secondhand place. (laughs) And when I'm a little bit fancier or need something a little more specific, I go to Poshmark. And if I'm going super, super fancy, which in a pandemic, who does that?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I go to the real, real.
0: So what what kind of clothing swaps do you do?
1: Well, I think maybe the first one might have started with one of my synagogue groups. And then afterwards, when the synagogue wasn't continuing it, I just had people who I met there and had people from other parts of my life and just started a more informal swap. But we brought out a mirror and we brought out all the stuff and we made sure that we all wore clothes underneath that we could put stuff over it so we could change outdoors in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> it was great.
0: That's so cool. So <laughs> wh- what what advice would you give to the people who are listening out there to start up something like a clothing swap, especially like in like the high school community? It's rare to go against the status quo. So mm-hmm. how would you recommend starting up clothing swaps and organizing them and making them seem cool?
1: You're a teen and you're figuring out what your style is. And maybe last year it was this, but it's now a new season and you're thinking more of that. And you're not sure if you want to commit, a clothing swap is great because you just swap some clothes. You try something that you would never have wanted to spend money on because you weren't sure about. If you wear it once, okay, then you'll put it back into your swap pile and give it to somebody next time. It's a really low bar commitment to clothing.
0: So how did you start doing clothing swaps? And like, when did you realize that you wanted to
1: do I mean, I'm old fashioned. I sent out an email being like, I want to do a clothing swap. I figure if we invite enough people, we'll have size ranges from this to that because there's always people at either end of the size spectrum who are like, oh, for sure, there's going to be nothing for me. So I I wanted to speak to that first. My intention is to bring a lot of diverse people together and a lot of diverse styles together and a lot of diverse sizes. And and there should be something for everybody. And anyway, there's going to be this kind of food and this kind of drink. So even if you don't have clothes to bring, or even if you don't want somebody else's clothes, like it's just a hangout, just come and hang out. And there's also clothes involved. So if you're already... Having a birthday party, if you're already having a hangout, if you're already having an end of the school year party, this might be something you'd like to fit in at the beginning of the party, at the end, for people to get to know each other in a different way. I know some of the people, they seem like good people. What's the worst that happens? I leave early, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And some of our clothing swaps will hold up like five of our favorite items that we're swapping and we'll tell the story of how we came to own it. And then people, Are more excited about it. like now you're like giving a piece of your story to somebody else
0: and they wear it and they feel warm and fuzzy about it that's that's great I love that (laughs) (laughs) I think we're gonna wrap it up here
1: thank you thank you for having me and thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for the things that you are teaching me
0: (laughs) of course thank you for being on my podcast sharing your knowledge absolutely I hope you learned something new and maybe are inspired to host a clothing swap of your own. Thanks for listening in on this episode of Green Me.